Happy Wednesday and welcome back to the Sunshine Stephen podcast. I am Stephen Rice and I'm so excited that you've come back for another week, hopefully. Yay! And I do hope that this week my audio is a lot better than last week. Again, I apologize for that. Uh, There wasn't much pizzazz going on there in the audio department, but I have the mic turned correctly this time, so let's hope that all goes well. Again, so, so, so sorry. I'm still trying to learn, and if it just doesn't work out this week, I'm returning the shit and get my money back. But anywho, welcome to the second part of Shiz They Should Have Told You in High School. This is a two-parter series that I'm doing, and I might do more down the line uh, as things come to me, but for right now, two parts right now. So if you haven't heard the first one, you should probably listen to that because I'll most likely be referring to some points that I made in the last episode. But yeah, here we go. Hopefully you enjoy it. Let's get right into it. Thanks. Last week's episode featured a quote time, what was actually a poll time, of a question that I posted on my Facebook page asking if you could tell something to your younger self, um, something about high school, what would you tell them? And I thought it was only fair that I answer that too, but of course, I'm going to have more than one thing to say. So here are three things that my future self would tell my younger self in high school about high school. And that's starting with... Nobody really cares as much as you think, Stephen. Look, my mind just really goes to the worst case scenario. I worry, worry, worry all the time. and It's really annoying. It's very anxiety-ridden and all that good shiz. But just, I would tell myself, like, people really don't care as much as you think. And if they do, it really doesn't fucking matter, you know? Like... Stop worrying so much about, does so-and-so like you? Is so-and-so really your friend? Like, yeah, like, just make it out of high school alive. And trust me, college is going to be so much better. So, honestly, Steven and whoever else, high school, really, people don't care as much as you fucking think they do. (laughs) Next thing that I would tell myself is, you know what? There's a lot of things that happen, you know? High school um, has different cliques, different types of people that you're going to deal with and everything like that. And it's really okay because kind of everybody's trying to figure out who they are, that if you don't fit a certain mold or if you're not one type of person, like it doesn't matter that this person has more money and has like the newest trends and everything. One thing that I hated Mainly when I was a younger kid, once you get in high school, it's really not that big of a deal. But back to school time after the holidays, especially Christmas, like, look at all these things that I got. Like, I got this video game or I got this or that. Like, cool, great, awesome. I get a pair of socks and a toothbrush. Like, calm down. Um, I just don't know why people are flexing in high school. Like, your pants bought that for you nine times out of 10. So it really, really does not matter. You know, um, be whoever you want to be. You don't have to, you know, alter yourself. I feel like that happens a lot too, like with peer pressure and everything. People are like, I'm going to lose this group of friends and they're very popular and everything. Like, fuck popularity. Like, 
like I said in the last episode, nobody fucking cares who, like, prom queen was or anything like that. Like, if you did, that's cute, like I said, but, like, it's really, in the real world, it doesn't matter that much. Like, so don't, don't stress out about that so much, you know? It's okay to be your own individual self. More on that later, too, with the whole gay thing. Last thing, there's no permanent record, Stephen. So stop thinking like everything will follow you for the rest of your life. It's not. It's really not. And I hate to break it to you. Some of the friendships, some people that are your best, best, best friends right now, probably this will be your the peak of your friendship. There might be some people that you still communicate with that, you know, you might still be connected on Facebook and stuff like that, but that's about it. So tough shit, tough tits, you know, but it is what it is. You know, people come into your life for a reason. It doesn't mean that they have to be there forever, but you know, enjoy those memories, box them up, kiss them, thank them for everything. But there's not, not everything that happens in high school. Like, you know, the whole cliche, like this is the worst day of my life. Like, this is going to ruin my life forever, like, yada, yada, yada. Like, oh, if I don't get into a good college, if I fail this test or whatever, like, I'm going to have to become a crackheaded stripper. And, like, no. It really, this is not the end-all, be-all. So calm the fuck down, seriously. Because, you know what? It's going to get better. It really is. Like, in college, you're going to flourish. You're going to be, like, a beautiful gay goddess wrapped up in one you're gonna be like a little social butterfly and you're just gonna do you but like right now it's really awkward and also to side note your acne will clean up clear up um braces are gonna do you wonders so just really calm the fuck down because who are you trying to impress nobody's gay at your school <laughs> i mean there's like three gay people but that again, I was just focusing on grades and getting the fuck out of school. So, yes, those are my three things that I would tell my younger self in high school if I would. I would open the whole can of worms about, you know, hey, your mom's about to pass away and everything like that. But, like, that's super depressing. I'm trying to be positive on this episode a little bit more than last one. So, mm, I'll have that conversation myself privately in my bedroom. So, there's other three things that I would tell my younger self about high school. As I've mentioned before, I do suffer from anxiety. Um like to the max, but like it's better now, but <laughs> back in high school was probably like that in like early college was like the peak of anxiety. And it's kind of hard to explain without um, people knowing exactly or being open-minded to it. I think there's kind of a mixed um, communication between people with anxiety and mental illness in general. Um, anything like that where people might be like, mm, yeah, no, you're just being dramatic or whatever. But like, no, bitch, my mind works weird and different. And it's not like yours. We're all different. So yeah. So to give an example, um, what better way than to tell you another embarrassing Steven story that happened in high school? So this is actually kind of a two parter embarrassment <laughs> experience. So um, I turned 16 my sophomore year. 
lovely. Everybody looks forward to that, right? Usually, um, most people get, like, cars or they feel, like, more independent, yada, yada, yada. So, cute. Yeah. Turn 16. So, this is a two-part thing. So, the first part um, is, I believe my birthday that year was later on in the week. It was either, like, a Thursday or Friday, and we had drama practice on either, like, Wednesday or Thursday evenings. Um, I'm not sure. So, um, just keep that in mind. Like my birth, it wasn't my actual birthday, but this event happened. So, um, regular kind of um, way that this would go is during the the school day, you would have drama class, and then you would stay after for um, drama practice if you were in the one act competitions and stuff like that. And I was. That's with my. Um, it, it wasn't the, the um, actually, this wasn't the competition play, now that I think about it. It was not, because I was in the fall, um, or I was a farmer, uh, what this do about. Um, but this one, we were actually doing a play called Picnic. Again, I had a small part. I was like a, a little teenage newspaper boy, and it, it wasn't, it, it was really cute, though. I liked that. It was like, it really cute. Mm, but anyway, so you would, you would stay after, my last class, too, was drama of the day. And then I would just stay after, and then we would meet for um, rehearsals and stuff like that. Well, little me, little dumb me, didn't really think about it because, again, my mind works so, like, everybody hates me that literally I'm going to write a book one day. Like, I already have it planned out where <laughs> one of my books is like, why does everybody hate me? This is how my mind works. Basically, in a nutshell, that's, you know that's going to be that. So I was like, nobody really cares about my birthday that's coming up. I don't, you know, it, it just is what it is, you know? But my um, drama teacher who I spoke about in the last episode, um, love her. So she was like, oh, we're going to do this exercise. Can you go get me um, some ice? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. So this was all during drama class and I did not think anything about it. So I was like, okay, so I got like this big uh, bucket of ice and then she had, like, little Debbie cakes, and I was just like, oh, okay. She was like, it's all for an exercise. And, bitch, if you've ever taken, like, a drama course or class or anything like that, sometimes you do some weird shit. <laughs> so, literally, I was just like, uh, she's probably going to make us, I don't know. Like, uh, there's there's so many exercises and stuff like that that you can do um, to break you out of your shell or character development, yada, yada, yada. So, I was just, like, not even thinking anything about it. Um, so it was like after school and one of the girls that was in the production and really in drama and everything like that was not close uh, with her like at all. Like I'm pretty sure she didn't like me. <laughs> um, but then again, I didn't think anybody really liked me. So it was just so, it struck me odd, but again, I was just like, whatever, this is my life. And she was like, Hey Steven, can you come with me? I have to go get a, a book out of my locker for another girl that was in the drama um, club and everything. And I was like, eh, yeah, sure. Like I barely even talked to you, but yeah, sure. Let's go. Um, so we went and a court, her locker quote unquote, her locker is like all the way at the end of the freaking school. So I was just like, okay, girl, like whatever. And she gets there and she can't open it. She's like, Oh my God. So she's like looking at her phone and I'm like, okay, this is weird. Like, is she going to murder me? 
<laughs> like she's about to take me down to the basement and this is where I die. Um, and she was like, Oh no, I went to the wrong locker. And I was like, I thought she said it was your locker. And she was like, no, it's, it's so-and-so's locker. I'm getting the book for her. And I was like, Oh, that makes sense. So she was like, I went to the wrong locker. And so we go like all the way, there was like two or three floors. So we go like, we were at the bottom, so we went to the top. I was like, okay, no basement here, so she can't murder me here, right? Unless she, like, throws me over the balcony, but, like, whatever. So we go to another locker, and she's trying. She's like, oh, my gosh, I get in the combo, right? So she's, like, texting. Um, and I'm like, oh, she's trying to text to get the right combo. She can't get it, can't get it. And finally, she's like, oh, she got it. It's fine. We're good. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Still, nothing in my mind. I'm just like, this is super weird, but whatever so she's like well let's go back to the auditorium and that's where we had drama rehearsals and stuff like that and it's like in the middle of the school basically so we go all the way back there and we walk in and it is pitch dark and like there's no windows or anything so you can't see anything and the doors that was like a big heavy metal door so it like shut and you can't see like all the light was gone and all i heard was surprise and i don't know why but my mind immediately went to they're about to peg me with the ice that i got earlier so i just dropped to the floor in like fetal position like oh my god they're gonna, they're gonna attack me with ice and then they turned the lights on and i remember one of them, i think it was actually um the director's son one of them he was like what are you doing and i was like oh hey like what and they were like it's for your birthday and i was like oh so I'm like, I don't know why, but my mind went to, they're about to, like, throw ice at me. This is a cruel joke. And I don't know why. That's how my mind worked. It still works from time to time. And I was just like, oh, thanks. And the little Debbie cakes were, like, a little birthday cake. And so we ate little snacks and everything. And the ice was for drinks and, like, refreshments and stuff. The whole thing was set up. They were like, hey, can you bring him so we can set it up, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, why in my mind did I think, like, I went to, like, the worst case scenario, like, they're about to chunk this ice at my head. But, so, yeah, that was earlier in the week. And then the 16th birthday fun continued. So, I believe I want to say now that I'm thinking about it, my birthday was on a Friday, which rarely ever happens when you're in school. And uh, I was super excited because um, in our biology class, we were making ice cream, which is really cool, um, you know, uh, with the ice cream salt and everything like that. So I was, like, really excited, pumped up for that. But that was, like, my first class of the day. And, I mean, who doesn't – what high schooler – hell, I do it now maybe sometimes – would not want ice cream for breakfast. So we go – we make it. I put some chocolate chips up in mine. You know, it's all cute. We're all having a good time. Kiki and yada, yada, yada. I go to our next class. Um, I think it was a math class or something that I had. I don't know. And then, it, mind you, like, we, you, you know, you have lockers and stuff. And I'm in the same classes as most of the people, like, are in my first couple of classes. So I've seen them already, like, all throughout the morning and everything like that. So by our third class, we actually go to the classroom and the teacher's like, oh, we're actually going to go to the computer lab, which was inside a library. So let's all go there. And we're going. And a girl that actually was not in my first two classes, she goes, um, Stephen, <laughs> like what? She goes, um, there's something on your backside. And I was like, what? Huh? What the fuck? And she goes, um, it looks like you had an accident. 
bitch. <laughs> I was wearing white shorts to this day. I never wear white bottoms because of this. Cause I was just like, nope, uh-uh, not going to happen to me again. I, so I'm like, what? And I turn around, there's chocolate all over my ass. It literally looks like I shit myself and just sat in it. Like it, it, it was bad. It was like, so I was like, what the fuck? And so I'm like, oh my god! And I'm looking around, and people are like, mm, yeah, bitch, we we bump, done been new. Like I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so whatever. This could only happen to me. I'm like, first I'm vomiting on the side of the road. Now I look like I shit myself. People are gonna think like, get your shit together. So I go to the teacher, and I'm like, hey, can I go? Luckily, can I go to the drama closet or whatever it was called um, at the time. So sorry, just hit my mic if you heard that. My bad. Um, I'm getting real expressive with my hands. So I went and got some clothes, extra clothes that I had. And But she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I had an accident, but it's not what you think. And she was like, what do you... And I just turned around and she goes, oh my god. And I was like, yeah, I didn't poop myself though. Like, it was chocolate. I was making ice cream. And she was like, okay, yeah, sure. And I was like, she probably still thinks to this day that I shit myself, but whatever. So I went and changed and I got back and I was like, yo, guy, like, why didn't nobody tell me? And do you know the audacity? <laughs> they said, well, we didn't want to tell you, Stephen, because we didn't want to embarrass you. And so it was like, so you let me walk around for three class periods looking like I shit myself. And they were like, mm, yeah, I guess we should have said something. And I'm like, y'all are supposed to be advanced students. What the fuck? I was just like, ugh. This is this is my life now. Like, what the hell? So yeah, my mind <laughs> works differently. Thought people were gonna throw ice at me, and then of course, on my actual birthday, I look like I shit myself. And my mom thought it was hilarious. My brother thought it was hilarious. Like everybody thought it was like Haha, funny, funny. And I'm like, but you don't not realize. Like, so many people probably think I shit myself. So there are my horror stories from my 16th birthday. <sighs> This is why I go to therapy. Before we get into any more high school talk about Steven and the adventures of looking like you shit yourself or thinking people are going to throw ice at you, um, just wanted to have a pop culture chat. And I know I've already talked about it before, but a new episode has come out. So let's spill the tea and talk about it. Tiger King on Netflix. Again, if you have not watched this, you're missing out on so much. You're depriving yourself of so much. It's so good. Like, you just think it's some cute little documentary about some tiger people, you know, tiger owners and stuff like that. But no, they're all batshit crazy. They're pretty much all cults. And there's a plot um, to murder somebody. So Joe Exotic, hire somebody to murder Carol Baskins, who... I don't care what you say. That bitch killed her husband. 100%. She killed her husband, fed him to the tigers. I Look, but get like, I, girl, that bitch killed her husband. I'm sorry. She just did. You know what? Side eye that bitch because she even mentions it at one point. She's like, the only way to get a tiger to eat on a person is to cover them in sardine orals. Okay. Well, how do you know that? Carol. I'm telling you, she offed her husband and whatever. So a new episode came out. Episode 8 and it's actually filmed during this time of quarantine. Joe McHale um, hosted a little like follow-up interview and talked to some people. And 
it was very interesting. And I just wanted to point out some things that I found that were super interesting um, from this eighth episode. First of all, I don't give, like I said, I don't give a fuck what you say. Carol killed her husband. I, they need to research, like they need to investigate this some more because homeboy got whacked. Anyways, another thing, um, you know, that's really sad in like trigger warning for animal abuse and stuff like that is the, the ones that really were affected and the most besides, you know, Carol's husband are the animals because so many people were talking about how Joe exotic would kill healthy tigers. There was one story that like this lady came with her horse and was like, you know, he needs a good rest of his life, yada, yada, yada. And it's like crying to him. And he's like, yeah, I'll take care of it. And then shoots the horse as soon as she leaves. Like, this is uh, the psychopath that he is. And like, there's even, if you watch in a couple of the the earlier episodes, like where he would get mag- mad at tigers and like point a gun or like, I mean, look at him. He was so mad at Carol Baskins. He hired somebody to kill her, but then also would like blow shit up that looked like her, like, beat up a blow-up doll and stuff like that. So, like, a lot of them are talking, and they were, they would refer to, like, you know, Joe would get really mad at tigers for no reason that were healthy tigers and just shoot them point blank. Like, no fucks giving. So, yeah, no wonder Pete was after you. You're fucking psycho. And that brings me to, you know, Joe is kind of getting fame and stuff like that. And I, it just baffles me that how he has quote-unquote fans – I get the TikToks and stuff where people dress up like him, like he he ha ha. But like at the end of the day, he is fucked up. Like we should not be praising him or saying, you know, he should be getting out of prison. I'm sorry. But no, he was killing all these animals and stuff like that. Like for no reason, like he was a shitty, 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 shitty person. And something that really, um, you know, gives evidence to that is like, each person, like, Joe McHale asked them, was like, would you trust X or Joe? And, like, all of them said that they would trust the other person. Um, for instance, the one um, employee that got his arm ripped off from a tiger so that they would trust that tiger over Joe Exotic again. Like, it's crazy. Like, everybody was like, he was just not a good person. Just done. Um, and that that employee, actually, that's another good point, um, Saf, um, it was nice to know because you know, they never mentioned it. And a lot of people said she, and I was like, mm, I don't know if that's correct. And Joe McHale cleared it up and stuff. Um, she, de- or he identifies as a trans man, which is nice to know. Like, that's good. Um, one of my friends actually pointed that out. And one of the reasons why I was like, Oh, maybe I should watch this episode and everything. So that was good to clear the air and everything like that. Um, so yeah, it, it cleared the air on some like, some things there. So that was good. But still, he was like, I would trust the tiger that ripped my arm off and mold it rather than Joe Exotic. Well, and then the thing that really upset me too, another thing um, was Travis, which was uh, tragic, um, you know, him shooting himself, which was evidently an accident. Um, Josh was the one that was in the room. He was the... Um, the guy that was like working at Walmart and wanted to be a campaign manager and everything like that. And he was Joe Exotic's campaign manager. So he, he said like, he looked surprised. Like he didn't, you know, it was almost an accident. Yada, yada, yada. But one thing that was really sad was like, Josh was never had the opportunity to go to therapy or anything. Like now he can, but like Joe as his 
employer never offered it or suggested and never even sought, um, uh, I don't know what that was, um, sought mental health um, help or anything like that himself, which he should have because clearly it fucked him up um, and everything. So that was kind of sad, though, that he never offered that um, or anything like that. Um, which honestly it's crazy because a lot of them keep talking about how like they had nightmares. They still have nightmares of um, living at that zoo and so much like just that went with it and like the fear and everything. So that just shows you how like culty and like crazy batshit crazy that Joe exotic was Um, the guy, even Rick, the one that was the producer, like literally moved to the Netherlands because he was like, fuck this. (laughs) Like not just that, but like uh, the quarantine and everything that's going on. But I'm like, oh, I'm still over there too. Um, But another thing that Rick actually talked about that I thought was super interesting, he claims that Joe Exotic is actually scared of the bigger cats. And like, I was like, oh, this is interesting because when I started like looking back in clips and stuff, he never really was with the big tigers and he he pointed out one where they did like a promo where there were two um, white tigers with him. And he, he pointed out that one tiger was actually blind. So really, I guess Joe felt like, Oh, he's blind. So if it push comes to show, I could take him. And then he said that the other tiger was actually tranquilized so much. That was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I thought that was interesting that you're the tiger King, but if you're scared of tigers, but again, that's just like, Rumor has it. So you never know with that, but I still think like that's, I mean, that would be pretty shitty and stuff. But yes, I recommend watching this episode. It's out now on Netflix. Um, I think it was, it, it was refreshing too, to see like the point of view of everybody that was in it because they filmed for a while and everything, but I still think it's hilarious that everybody is not hilarious. Well, hilarious, but then also like, hmm, bitch, there's a reason that nobody trusts Joe at all. I mean, fuck, they would rather trust a tiger that rips arms off than Joe Exotic. But I mean, yeah, he's pretty fucked up. Senior year. It's honestly probably the best years year of high school not years it only took me one but i don't know some people may have taken a couple tries but yes best year so far because really honestly in the back of my mind i was like bitch this is almost over like goodbye um peace out don't have to ever see you again so yes senior year was pretty pretty sweet pretty good and my senior year was pretty um pretty enlightening. Uh, I found out a lot about myself. My junior year was super weird because I, you know, obviously was just getting adjusted to um, my mom not being there, became best friends with Jesus. And like, I don't know, it was a mess. So broke out of that whole um, stuff. And my senior year really did a lot with drama and improv and everything. Um, I, you know, I, I literally, it's like you have one foot out the door. So I was focused more on college and everything like that. Uh, I got accepted into my first choice, which was great. Um, you know, just a lot of stuff. But a lot of stuff that I was just like, oh, my God, the whole college thing, period. Super rough because, you know, um, really I was the first one to even um, – in my direct immediate family to really graduate high school. <laughs> and then like the only really college as well too. Um, 
So it was super, like, didn't know what to do. My grandparents were like, we don't know what the fuck that is. Like, we never went to college. Um, so best of luck. <laughs> so I really didn't have resources. So I just like, had to Google and stuff. And of course, uh, it was a little different for me. I remember one day in one of our classes, we had a person come and help us fill out our FAFSA and everything like that. And that's like the federal um grant and scholarship stuff that they give you, Pale Grants and stuff like that. And I was the only one in the class that was um, considered independent because I did not have parents. Um, so it was weird, but I got more money for it, so yay. So really, honestly, one foot out the door. Um, it was great. Senior I just really kicked in at the end there where I was just like, do I really have to go? Um, like, I don't want to. And it was also nice. I always suggest, too, if you're, which I highly doubt a lot of high schoolers listen to this, but if you happen to be or know somebody in high school or anything like that, that your um, family or whatever, um, always recommend trying out the dual enrollment classes if they have, like, the college program and everything. Uh, I took a lot of those, and it saved my ass because I mentioned it before. I failed a couple of classes in college, but since I had already done some classes and had the credits for them and everything. I was kind of like, it was a good safety net, um, which was nice. But I also got to skip a lab class because I took anatomy and physiology dual enrollment class. And you're required to do one science lab class at uh, the university that I went to. And I remember my freshman year of college, uh, a lot of people hated it because it was like a really long, only met once a week. It was like Mondays night, Monday nights. And it was like a three or four hour class. Like, and I was just not about that. So I didn't have to do that. Um, it was weird though. Cause I had to um, skin a cat and it would like dissect it. And it was just ugh, formaldehyde. So gross. So yeah, senior year is just your time to soak it all in and be like, see y'all later, but not really. Um, and just start, you know, looking forward and planning the next steps in your lives. But There are a lot of good um, things that come with your senior year. Of course, one thing being prom, which, again, I feel really bad for the class of 2020 because they really don't get that. Uh, Me, personally, our prom was a little um, weird. It was, like, in a hallway, basically. It was, like, a super weird, um, I don't know, even the theme, I think it was, like, a moonlight at the sea or something. It was very mixed. Uh, nobody knew what was going on. And, and, you know, look, girl, I'm all about a good theme and decorating and event planning. So I was just like, okay, this makes no sense. Like, are you under the sea themed? Are you like moonlight? Uh, like, I don't know. Like what, what's going on? Like, you know, just so much like random decorations and stuff like that. But I did actually win a certificate (laughs) for most original dancing. I danced a firework and the DJ was like, Oh, somebody's going to win. And I won and I got $10 gift certificate to the local chicken house place there, which is fucking good. Mind you again, backwoods, small town, um, but Chicken House, delicious, Callahan, Florida, <laughs> highly recommend, but you'll probably never go on vacation there. So, but uh, yeah, most original dancing. Of course, you had your awkward senior photos and portraits and stuff like that, which um, let me just tell you, I don't know why people spend so much money on getting so much ad space and stuff like that in the yearbook, because 
what's the point? You know, like, I, I just don't get it. Like, why? I get, like, parents want to show appreciation and stuff like that. But there are people that are going way above and beyond and spending so much money. And I'm just like, this is just high school. Like, I, I don't know. But some people are into it like that. But not me. Me, personally, I hated it. I hate my senior photos. I really didn't give a fuck. Um, right before, too, I got, like, a buzz cut. So I had super short hair. And I had to get braces on. So... I looked doofy, acne, and I did not pay because it was like an extra like twenty or thirty dollars for them to. I think they called it like the the rock star treatment, where they literally airbrushed your fucking face and you looked like a robot. It was super weird, and I was just like, mm, no, I'm good. They even were like, oh, we could take your braces off, and I was like, I really don't care. I, I did not buy them. I didn't want them or anything. I did get a yearbook, which fun fact, um, only ever had gotten two yearbooks my whole like school career. Uh, which was my eighth grade yearbook and my senior year, because honestly, they're super expensive. It was like $60, $70. Um, well, to me, that's expensive because I was pal. But still, that's pretty expensive. Um, but I get it. Like, you have to make that coin and stuff like that. But I, I, I know a lot goes into yearbooks and stuff, but I really feel like it's mainly geared towards seniors, so, like, I was just like, I'm good for my senior year to get one. Um, I'll never forget one girl, though, she wrote, um, she wrote something along the lines of, like, oh, dear Steven, like, I'm pretty sure you're gay something. And I was just like, mm, bitch, you right. Um, but I remember one of the the teachers, actually, because she was signing my yearbook, and she was like, what, who wrote this? Oh, that's so inappropriate, yada, yada, yada. And so she actually whited out the word gay and put bright. So it was like, dear Steven, I'm pretty sure you're pretty bright. And I was just like, mm, I'm still gay, but whatever. Um, so yeah, yearbooks, you know, people go all out though. They get the senior pages and stuff. I remember though getting mine and it was like, <laughs> fuck all y'all. I'm going to look to see what pages I am on. And again, like I mentioned before, I didn't really fit with one group of people. So I knew a lot of people. So you just saw me randomly with people that you were like, what? Like, he was just with the, the drama kids, but now he's with like the beta group. And now he's with like um, the literary journal. Like he, he's all over the place. And I was like, yep, yeah, that's me. Um, so I enjoyed my senior year. It was pretty, pretty chill, but I was like really ready to get out of there. Um, I would, I will say though, like, and I, I know I mentioned this a little bit before, um, but like friendships, friendships are something that, you know, sometimes you just have to come to that, that, um, moment in your life and say, this is just for now, just for the now. Thank you so much for being my high school experience bestie. But like, other than that, that's like, you might communicate a little bit out of college. Um, but then overall just don't have that strong of a bond. And that definitely happened to me. Um, no hard feelings or anything like, you know what? Everybody grows different, um, go different paths and stuff. But that doesn't mean like, I still don't consider you a friend or care for your everything. I'm secretly rooted for a lot of people. Not secretly. I mean, I obviously would tell them and everything like that, but I keep their Facebook and their lives and stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm, I'm glad, you know, you, oh, you moved to New York. And you, I see you're doing acting and stuff like that. Super proud of you. Happy for you. Um, there was a couple 
mainly in drama kid like drama club there was a couple kids and i remember even my grandparents were like why are you friends with them like they're weird they have piercings and yada 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 and i was just like you know what whatever because you know that old generation type ish so i still keep like keep up with their social media and i'm like oh, they're living their best life they're gorgeous love them love them for that and i mean honestly i talked to probably four or five people from high school still, <laughs> um, which sounds uh, bad, but I, again, it's just like people grow. And especially for me, I grew up alongside, you know, in my first two years of high school with people in Georgia. But then when I moved even to another state, you know, you just distance and stuff. But then like people just move, um, they grow, they shine, but still secretly rooting for you. Um, that's, really honestly one of the the best things about high school is the friends that you make but like don't get disappointed if you're not bfs for life because i'm sure a lot of people thought that i thought about a lot of people in that way but you know what it's fine and at first i was like kind of taken aback like this is really sad like blah, blah, blah. you know like the sucks like we're supposed to be bfs for life and like oh, like no it, it really is. It's fine. You know, it's fine. I came to terms to it. And, you know, even college, I met a lot of cool people. Um, but I could do a whole other episode on that. I'll probably do, like, shiz people should have told you in college. Because there's a lot of shit that they should have told you. Uh, but, yeah. But, like, even even applying for college. Like, you know what? Again, another episode. Another time. Um, but, yeah. So, senior year. Pretty good. Um, you know, prom was nice. Um, I went my girlfriend, um, at the time and it was pretty, I, I didn't realize it was, uh, I, <laughs> I matched my best guy friend, which I didn't even realize that I also matched my braces. Actually, no, I think I planned the braces, but I didn't, the, or did we go? I think we did go shoot suit shopping together. And somehow, we, it was, like, similar blues, and I was like, oh, it kind of matches. But then, like, spot on, I picked, like, the braces, the the wires, to, <laughs> to not the wires, the, the bracket thingies, the little, like, I don't I don't remember what they're fucking called. Um, but I didn't match my prom date, and I feel really bad. I probably ruined a lot of pictures and stuff, and I remember um, I actually stayed the night at her dad's house and stuff, because he got, like... It was really late and stuff. <laughs> Some people went muck wild on prom night. <laughs> it was me, um, one of my good friends, and then a, my girlfriend. And, um, of course, I couldn't sleep in the room or anything with them. So I slept in the hall. And we, like, got home. Well, got back to the house and everything after prom. And <laughs> we just, looked. we, like, read. Well, not really read, but, like, uh, I Spy. Remember those I Spy books? So we broke one of those out and played I Spy until we got tired. And I was like, all right, good night. So that's how um, wild I was as a high schooler. Um, yeah. So senior year is probably the best year of all four years of high school. Now let's address the big rainbow elephant in the room, and that is being a closeted homosexual in high school. So let me tell you about that experience. And honestly, going way back even to like grade school where I'm like out chilling on the playground in my jorts, 
just loving life and everything. Um, kids are cruel little assholes, but I was just so used to, especially in high school, um, where people get ballsier and they're older, um, you know, just sitting there minding my own business. And then somebody like tapping me on the shoulder and being like, are you gay? And me being like, no. Mm, are you bisexual? And no, I like girls. Um, okay, guys, he's he says he's not gay, but like, you know. So, um, let's just stop that. Honestly, teach children now, like, who gives a fuck? Like, just let people be who they want to be. Don't question it. It's super weird. Like, who does that? Like, I don't go around being like, mm, are you straight? Are you hetero? Are you a breeder? Like, no. So stop that. I, I really, I, I hated that. I hated, um, you know, the whole gender and stereotypes and everything like that in high school. Um, I remember even one time cause I wanted to get into sports because of course, you know, uh, wanting to do drama or, you know, cause I was very flamboyant and over the top and dramatic. So like people know, and I know, but like, was still trying to figure it out. I had that whole being best friends with Jesus moment, got over that. And like, but like, didn't want to be damned to hell and everything like that. So, you know, I, I wanted to get into sports to be like, Ooh, look at me. But I'm like, ain't no bitch got time for football, uh, baseball. No, thank you. It's too hot out there. No, thank you. Uh, running. Um, no. Nah. So <laughs> we actually, one of the few times that we did something in PE class, we went out and played tennis and I was like, I can get down to this. There's cute little outfits. Um, uh, what are they called? Uniforms. <laughs> cute little uniforms and everything within. Um, now that I look back at it, I mean, the sun is like right on you. No, thank you. Um, but I was like, I could kind of get into this, but glad I didn't because I'm really bad at playing tennis. Like it's no, not pretty. But I remember talking to some people and hearing like, but that's a girl sport. Bitch, like, uh, who the fuck? Why does that matter? And that's the thing that I hate, that whole, like, boys versus girls thing. And, like, that's how we're taught. And, uh, oh, I just hate it. And, of course, these are small town. But, like, that still happens at other places. Hated that. The whole, oh, boys will be boys. No. Fuck that. Boys will be held accountable for their actions just, like, every else you know and i hated that whole thing like uh, a girl would get a tarnished reputation in the blink of an eye if she like dated more than two people and like oh she's a whore like did like for, do you know these are rumors like who knows what she's doing you know and they're like oh she's a whore but homeboys had like 12 girlfriends at the same time and like spreads stds and like oh he's a king yeah he's awesome he's a rock star Mm, no. And it was always too, like, teenage pregnancy, you know, would happen. That's life. Little Juno's out there in the world. And she's a hoe. Let's send her to alternative school. She's bad. Like, yada, yada, yada. But it's like, homeboy Craig over there with fucking living his life. Nobody gives a fuck, you know? Like, double standard bullshit. I hated it, but I hated that whole like gender thing, which was really the the main thing that fucked me up because I was just trying to figure out who I was and I had to walk on eggshells really because it was like, if I show that I like interest in this too much, people are going to be like, oh, you're gay, gay. I just know it. And it's like, but why does it matter? Why do you care so much? Why are you so obsessed with me? Um, But like, yeah, if you're struggling with that or anybody, 
you know, struggling with that, like you young gays out there, like it's cool. Go on your own time, you know, go with your own pace. And trust me, after high school, it gets so much better. You'll be more open to it. And, you know, I definitely was. I never talked really to anybody about it, like in high school, but like break out of high school. And I was like, <laughs> rainbow pride, you know, just can't, sh- can't stop the sparkle, bitch. So, you know, that's how it is. But I think we need to really honestly, take a look at that and stop pushing that so much on people and younger kids, especially in high school, because they're at that tipping point of they're about to enter the world. And it's honestly culture shock. Anyways, it's such a different field and everything like that. Let them be themselves. Don't be questioning them or like tearing them down. Like, Oh, you know, you want to do this? Well, that's viewed as this way. Like, unless they're like, murdering people or something fucking psychotic like that but like let them be themselves and support them um whatever they want to do you know there's not just gay people out there surprise there's lesbians you know there's people that are trans you know there's so many there's pansexuals there's bisexuals like there's all these different types of people we all color with our own different colors of the rainbow so just stop pressuring people so much and like tapping people on the shoulder and being like are you gay like First of all, it's not your fucking business, but, like, you don't see me going up to people, like, mm, are you hetero? Like, no. Again, like I said. But anyways, ugh, I just can't get over that. But, yes. So that's what it was kind of like. And I think we just need to stop that until you know somebody 100% fully because you just never know. I'll never forget. I had a teacher one time who um, we watched, uh, their eyes were watching God, and I thought it was really weird. There was just a random scene where Halle Berry was just, like, in the the lake slash pond, whatever she was in, and was just, like, frolicking in the white dress. And I was like, why is this taking so long? Like, why is this scene in there? I remember my teacher being like, for little boys like you to get a kick out of it. And I'm like, I'm not getting a kick out of it. I'm like, why did the director pick this? Like, nah, bitch, I like penis. So let's just stop doing that. Let people be themselves and just don't, like, push them, be supportive, because it's a struggle out there, Okay. And high school's already awkward enough. I've said that over and over. It's awkward, awkward. So let people find out who they are themselves first before you start going around um, pushing other stuff on top of them. Thanks. For this week's Meditation Minute, I thought I'd put a little twist on it, a little theme to it. And that is, you know, with us all being at home, still quarantine, and the world not really being open right now, it kind of sucks. But you know what? We deserve a little vacay. But unfortunately, we can't fucking do that right now. Stupid, stupid Rona bitch done fucked everything up. I hate her. Um, so yeah, if you're anything like me and my husband, we actually love going on cruises. That's our jam. That's like the bee's knees. That's our favorite thing to do. And we really wish we could go on one right now. So we're looking forward to the day that we can book another one and go. So for the music this week, I actually picked some ocean sounds, some, you know, transport yourself onto the beach with a drink in hand, you know, with the breeze, Um, blowing at you. So, yes, enjoy this week's Meditation Minute.
on to this week's quote time, which is actually, if you remember from last week, a poll time for a question that I posted on my Facebook asking what's something you wish that your future self could have told you about high school. So um, this is the second part to that. Here we go. Um, when the first person said, you think you're going to keep all these friends, but it's just life to split up and go your separate ways. The good ones always come back though. Um, that goes back to what I was talking about earlier. You know, some people are in your life just for now. They might come back, you know, but again, look, I'm not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So see other people feel that way too. Don't get disheartened. That's just life. Next person, which funnily enough, this is one of my college professors, said college is much better. You will learn more about yourself and will lay a foundation for reaching your goals. Uh, Yes, queen. So true. I learned a lot more about myself in college than I did in high school. And that's when you really start focusing on like who you want to be as a person. And you do set goals like in high school. I was like, my goal is just to finish high school and get out of it in college. Yeah, that was also a goal, too. But I was like, let me plan for the future and everything like that. So. Awesome. Great. The next one really, really resonates with me. It hits me hard. Um, So just please take this moment to take this very serious. Oh, you think your boobs are big now? Just wait. I mean, the power, the courage, the jokingness of it. (laughs) But it's honestly true. Um, Not that I would know. I'm obviously a a man and don't um i mean i've gained weight other places but anywho um that's one of my my friends she said that my bff um but she said seriously but seriously just remind um myself to take it all as all in as a teaching moment of how to love yourself and allow others to love you and somebody else said i like that and that's true. Yeah, take it and soak it and everything. But yeah, girl, your body's gonna continue to change. Don't don't think like this is it. You know, college is when glow up season happens. Mm-hmm. Another person, uh, they agree with me again. I'm not just making this stuff up. Dual dual enrollment because you won't be able to afford college. Very true. Um, that goes back to you know I had a safety net, but then also too I was like I didn't have to pay for like f- like four classes. Um, cause let me, spoiler alert, um, high schoolers know right now, college is fucking expensive. Like you're basically going to have to sell a kidney on the black market to afford it, but whatever government, um, next person apply to more college slash universities and consider community college student loans are the devil preach. Also ask for help when you need it. Don't be ashamed to admit you need help. Yes, very true. Um, yeah, those college uh, debts and student loans are 100% that devil bitch. So, yeah, it sucks, but it's a evil that most of us have to do. But, hey, I'm looking, you know, if anybody wants to send me some coin to pay off my student debts, that'd be great. I'll send you feet pictures. But, yeah, also, too, ask questions. Admit that you need help because, you know what? We're all trying to still learn, and you're still young. That's another thing, too. You're not fully blossomed into an adult. Um, I'm still not. I don't feel like blossomed into an adult, and I'm 25-7. and So ask questions, you know. Uh, Next person, you don't have to have your life figured out the day you leave high school. Yeah, if that was true, I think mm, we all would have been fucked because I definitely did not have – a plan or anything like that and actually uh, going back to anxiety and everything like that i really was worried like what if i just like totally suck at this real world being an adult life and i i guess you know i'm still breathing so i'm not completely fucking it up right 
Uh, another person said, uh, for me, it was a time of exploration. Moving away from everybody, everyone, and everything I've ever known helped me find myself and who I was. Learned it was okay to change myself for the better. Yes, and, um, that's, like, me on a personal note, too, because, you know, splitting up two years, I had to move away, give everything away, um, start new with everybody, with new people and everything, but it was a good time to explore some of myself and everything, Still agree, though, like, that uh, also it comes into full, full bloom in college, more like. But, you know, high school is a st- good starting point to be like, hmm, how do I want to be? Because, you know, honestly, by the t- my senior year, I was just like, oh, okay, I'm over it. Like, I don't I don't care about this petty stuff. Like, let's, let's focus on the real world now, you know? Um, last one, which was also, she was my teacher in high school, and I actually took uh, the dual enrollment AP um, anatomy and physiology class with her, um, which was awesome. Dissected a cat. It was great. You know, great. Not really. I mean, it was gross, but it, the class was cool. We made cheese too. That was more of my favorite thing. I don't know why I always leave with the skin with the cat and all that gross stuff, but making cheese, fuck yeah. She said, it was four years of your life. Do the best you can to be educated, but don't worry about whether you're popular or fit in. You know, it's queen. And it doesn't matter. You will find your own place in the world eventually. Yes. Preach, 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 preach. That is so true. Again, this whole popularity bullshit, like, who cares? Nobody, nobody, nobody. In the real world, like I said, they're not going to be like, hmm, what were you like in high school? Like, that's a cute little icebreaker. Like, it's a footnote in your life. That's the main thing. High school is a footnote in your motherfucking life. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to use that. I'm going to put it on a t-shirt. Um, so yeah, thank you all so, so much for those of you that did. I didn't say any names because, you know, I didn't get permission or anything like that. But you know who you are. Thank you so much for giving me um, some material to talk about. And I agree with all of you. Uh, I think it's a really well-rounded um, thought process on high school and the experience and everything. So, yeah, like I said, quote me on it. High school is just a footnote in your life. And now for a segment I like to call Herstory Lesson, where we take a look at an LGBTQ plus community member or an ally who has helped impact the community in a positive way. Enjoy! Herstory Lesson time! And today I'm going to be talking about the gorgeous Laverne Cox. Love her. So, Laverne Cox, beautiful. Um, she is a trans African American woman. She is like beast, gorgeous actress, actor. Um, I think they're getting rid, side note, like, and it's kind of goes, I think they're getting rid of the whole actress thing, I believe. And I think it's good. You know, they are all actors. Like, why should you separate it? So yes, she's an actor. Um, she, it, if you don't know who she is, um, most of you have probably seen her in Orange is a New Black, which, oh my God, Love that whole series. Um, it came out while I was in college. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> um, when I was actually studying studying cr- criminal justice, and one of my classes was actually was women in crime. So that was fun. And um, it, it's such a good series. I think it had seven seasons. But sh- yes, she started it. That's like 
for me when I first saw her and everything and oh, she's just so amazing. And it was nice to see because I, and I'm, I keep harping back on this, but like, Hey, it was nice to see an actual trans person playing a trans person, you know? Um, usually before it was always a straight woman playing the train. I remember like ugly Betty. I think it was Rebecca uh, Ramon. Is it? Is that her? That her? Yeah. Um, she played a trans person and I was just like, mm, but you're not. So it was great to see um, Laverne in that role and she killed it. Um, her character really went through a lot and it kind of showed the story of um, a man deciding to transition and everything like that. And it, I, for me personally too, with coming out in college and everything, I was still new to the whole like gay scene and everything like that. So it was like a good representation and like kind of, let me in a little bit more on their life. I did have, I do have a good friend um, who is trans and like, so I got to see her in real life and everything. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. Like I wish they showcased this more and had more people like this. So like other people knew because, you know, if it wasn't for me meeting you, I would have never seen this. I would have never been introduced to this realm or this, this part of the world. And um, got a chance with that. Laverne Cox was on Orange is the New Black. So um, killed it too. And then she also, um, bitch can sing. Who knew? She was also in the couple years ago. I know it's controversial. Um, and I'm actually going to talk about this a little later. I'm, but like she did the, the live remake of Rocky horror picture show, which I mean, the original is untouchable and beautiful and amazing. Um, this one I liked just because I'm a super hardcore fan, but then also there's a lot of stuff that I was like, oh, no, but like to me, you, it, you have to separate the two, you know, they weren't trying to redo 100%. Like they were doing their own spin on it and everything. So the music was a little different, stuff like that. But um, yeah, bitch was in that too. She played freaking further and was amazing. And she keeps popping up in more and more stuff. And I'm just so happy for her. Um, she was on the cover of Time Magazine, which was like monumental and a big thing. Um, she's just amazing. And she's always fighting and everything uh, for um, trans rights and everything. So yes, Laverne Cox, amazing. Love her. Um, I just realized that I did two trans African-American people. But you know what? They deserve so much credit and everything. Um yeah, so we don't know who she is. You do now, so you have to go watch everything she's ever been in. That'd be great. For this installment of Oh, What You're Watching, I actually wanted to do a little spin on it. Um, a movie that I actually just talked about a little bit about, um, you know, the history lesson with Oliver and Cox, and that is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay, let me get into this and give you a backstory and the reason why I'm picking something that I'm not watching recently, but I mean, I watch it, um, my husband and I watch it all the time, um, but I just dropped something, don't mind me if you heard that, my bad. Uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. So, um, I was introduced to it way back when in high school, see how I looped that all in because this is a episode about high school so it was actually the drama kids go figure we were on a trip a one-act trip the one where i got shot and um fell on the mics on the stage and it was really awkward and um but i won a trophy what bitch so we were in uh lakeland florida and like this is this is a monumental moment for me and i think that's why i adore this movie so much 
Um, but this was a time where I actually, everybody was like, oh, they're, they're doing a Rocky Horror. And look, if you've never seen Rocky Horror, please watch it before you go experience it live. But then again, fuck it. Go do what you want, because that's what I did. I went and experienced it live, not knowing anything about it. People try to ex- explain it, but I was like, that's a fucking lot to explain. I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, so everybody was like, oh, we have to go, but you have to get dressed up and everything like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, what is this? And they were like, you have to be 17 years or older. I was like, what is going, like, is this, are we drinking the Kool-Aid tonight, guys? Like, is this what's happening? So I was like, um, okay, this is a little weird, but whatever. And like, they were like, I was like, okay, how, how do you mean dress up? Like, are we doing bow ties and tuxes or whatever? Like, no, look raunchy and like rock and pop like punk rock and stuff and i was just like okay what's going on so i literally went out wearing fairy wings <laughs> foreshadowing and boxers and I, yeah that's it like in shoes of course i didn't have a shirt on or anything like that and i like the girls were looking like hookers basically it was i was like what is what am i about to get into so i'm like whatever i'm here for it we get there to the theater, and if you've never done it, seen this live, like, I'm not talking about, like, a production where there is no movie in the background, but, like, they do this thing where they play the movie, but then they have actors acting out the movie as well, too. So that's what this was. And we get there, and the MC is actually a drag queen. This is my first time encountering a drag queen in real life, and she was killing it. She was so funny. And raunchy, and I was just like, "Oh my god, what is this world?" Um, it helped fed, like, it feeded, feeded, <laughs> fed my little closeted gay boy self. And I was just like, "Okay, but don't pretend like you're into this too much." But um, yeah, so it was fun. I was like, "Oh my god, this is really fun!" And the movie played, of course, and they were acting out um, everything in front of you. And I was like, I still don't know what I'm watching, honestly. So, of course, when I got back home and everything, I was like, well, let me get this movie and watch it. It's so good. I love the music and the message behind it all and everything. Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon. Oh, my God. They're so amazing. And I remember even um, Glee did, like, an episode of Rocky Horror and... Like I was talking, the Laverne Cox um, remake was pretty good, um, but separate. They're two separate things. Like, you know, and even after that, I went to live performance where it wasn't the movie. But yeah, it's something, it's crazy because it, like, it came out in the 70s and still gets shown in theaters around like October time. And like, freaks come out to see it. And I'm here for it. Let your freak frag, like, fucking fly because it's so good. Rocky Horror Picture Show. I, you know, it's hard to explain. Basically, there's this couple, they just got engaged, and they go to this mansion, and there's, like, cuckoo, kachu, um, there's a, a trans, trans person that, um, and it's a musical, by the way, but it's, like, a rock musical, something different for the time, definitely. Um, so, you know, they're like, what is going on? And he's like, I'm building a man. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And so he builds a man. And it's like, like I don't want to spoil it, but like it's really eclectic and different, but so good. So, so good. So, yeah, what you watching? The Rocky Horror Picture Show, something that I still watch to this day. 
I truly believe that there are so many people out there in the world that are just so gorgeous with gorgeous souls and they're fighting the fight, you know, shining their light in their own way. And so I want to bring those people to the forefront. My goal is to each episode bring a story to the listeners about somebody out there letting their sunshine flow. So let's get into it. I promise I'm going to try to make this the last one that is uh, around the whole COVID pandemic bullshit, but this one just really warmed my heart, and so I really wanted to talk about it. So for the Shining Light story this week, I wanted to talk about all those awesome people out there that are fostering um, animals that are in shelters or going and adopting them immediately. I've seen a couple videos, one um, from where I used to live, where like all, it was like the first time ever, all the cages were empty. People adopted or were fostering and everything like that, because that's so, so sweet. Cause you got to think like we're annoyed and stuck at home and going stir crazy and everything like that. Like they're doing all that while in cages, like they don't get interactions with people. They don't get to really go out and everything. It's really hard in general all year. It kind of sucks not kind of, it does fucking suck for cats and dogs or any animal to be locked up and like waiting for a forever home. So kudos to those that I've been adopting and fostering. Um, I'm a big dog lover. I wish I could take them all and cats too. I would take kitties, but my husband's allergic, little bitch. So doggies, yay. Kitties, yay. Fostering, yay. Adopting, yay. See what you can do if you're in the situation where you can adopt or you've been thinking about it. I highly, highly recommend that over, you know, paying all this money for animals and stuff like that. Like, rescue ones first, please, because they're, like, out there with their cute little tails a wagon half the time and, like, just waiting for a forever home. So let's do that. Let's come together and shine bright. And hopefully this Rona bitch goes away and all the puppies still get adopted, though. And kitties. Yay! Well, that's all, folks. Thank you so much for joining me for part one and two of Shiz I Should Have Told You in High School. It's been super fun, and I've really enjoyed uh, hearing your guys' feedback on Facebook on your experience in high school. Loved getting to share my experience. I know I got a little deep and personal in the first episode, but it made my high school experience what it is, you know? So, yes. Thank you so much. And I also just want to thank you so much for supporting this podcast in general. And in the first place, honestly, like, like real tea moment, real, real, um, real talk. Um, I honestly started this because I knew for a while I've been wanting to do a podcast, something that brought positivity and good vibes and everything and put that in the world. And I... I'm such a, again, how my mind works, was just like, you know what, probably two or three people will listen to it. It is what it is. And to date, I'm recording on April 19th. Um, it is 8.24 p.m. And I have almost 700 plays, like 676, it looks like. So I'm so, like ecstatic and happy and just feeling the love and support but please let's not stop there so please 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 
keep listening, keep downloading, keep subscribing, write reviews for me. That'd be great. And send it to people who you think would enjoy this, honestly. And if you are one of those people that this was sent to you and this is your first episode, hey, girl, hey, we're best friends now. Um, I'm going to come up with a name for people that listen to this podcast. You know, kind of like how you have Katie Cats and Little Monsters and stuff. Like, work on that. Let me know. Um, yeah. So, please, c- continue to share. That'd be great because I really do... Um, I mean, I honestly, at the beginning, I was like, you know, I'm not going to get that. I literally set goals. I have it written down to where it was like, within six months, I want to have a thousand plays. And bitch, I'm almost there. It, it, it's, it'll be one month when this episode airs. And I'll probably have, hopefully, 700 by that time. So I'm like, killing it. Yes. So please continue to share, support, follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I almost said LinkedIn. I mean, if you want to add me on LinkedIn, okay, sure, that's weird, but yeah, go ahead, go for it. I'm even on TikTok though. Sir Stephen Rice. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok, even though I've been slowing down on that, but fun stuff happens on that. So yes, please, thank you. Thank you so much for everything so far. I hope that you had a great high school experience. I hope you didn't sit in chocolate and look like you shit yourself. I hope they didn't vomit in front of all of drama club. And, you know, I hope that your whole life is getting even better and better since high school has ended. It actually will be my 10 year reunion next year. That's another thing I didn't even touch. Like I'm probably not going. And I probably, I'm, I'm definitely probably not going, but like not going. Um, yeah, because I just, I don't know. I don't know. There's still anxiety of, like, if I show up and people are like, mm, we knew you were gay. Like, okay, whatever. I own it now, so suck a dick. Um, but I don't know. There's just, like, four people. I mean, there's more. There's probably, like, a dozen people that I would actually like to see. But everybody else, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember your name. Sorry. Like, I'm real bad at names. But, um, so, yeah, that's another thing. How do y'all feel? Have y'all gone to high school reunions before? Do you plan on going to yours if it hasn't happened yet? That'd be something you could let me know on social media. Let's get interactive. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you so much. And I hope that the world opens up soon because I really miss, like, Marshalls and Home Goods and TJ Maxx. Um, but, yes, that's all I have for you. Um, and I also... Um, I want you to stay tuned because you never know um, what happens um, on Fridays. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink. There'll be a surprise episode on Friday, but it's not a surprise because I'm telling you right now. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Anywho, thank you so much. Um, I hope you stay safe out there. Wash your hands. And until next time, have a fantastic day.